Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Akeem's Dream Show. And today, we are going to be talking about the birds of E-Town. Now, the birds, the bees, the rivers, and the trees. It's one of my favorite topics because we pass by them every day. They're there. They're hidden in plain sight. I already did an episode about pigeon lurk, and these motherfuckers, they're everywhere. And they have the best evolutionary advantage, being able to fly, being able to fuck off whenever danger comes. But there's a few birds in Edmonton that are better than others, okay? I'm a bird prejudiced. <laughs> I have prejudice against birds. Some birds are beautiful, and I love their company, and other birds, holy shit, they're fucking assholes. So I want to start off this story on this podcast with a little story about two rednecks walking on the beach called Paul and Fred. Paul and Fred were walking on the beach one day, and Paul goes, hey, Fred, look at that dead bird. And then uh, Fred goes, uh, where? And he points his head up. Where's that dead bird? Fucking dumbass rednecks. But anyways, Edmonton birds. What do we have here? So we have quite a few, right? It's a very lush paradise of flying creatures. You have your magpies, you have your ducks, you have your Canada geese, you have your songbirds, you have your gulls, you have your crows, you have your pigeons, right? That's just to name a few. There's probably a lot more. There's red robins. Uh, there's, there's, uh, I think there's woodpeckers. Maybe there's woodpeckers. I don't know. But these are the ones we're going to cover because these guys, holy shit. There's good ones. There's bad ones. There's flying demons and there's beautiful angels and songbirds. So let's start at the top with magpies. Uh, there's groups in Edmonton that call themselves after this bird because they're the most prominent bird in the city. I think this is the magpie capital of the fucking world. Look it up. Google that shit. And per, ca per bird capita, <laughs> there's more magpies than any other species of bird. So that should, that should go to tell you that they, for whatever reason, love this cold and barren wasteland that we call the prairies. Uh, I don't know how they survive. By the way, what do birds do in the winter? I should have done more research for this podcast, but uh, I only see a handful of birds like when it's minus 30. Like, crows and shit like that but gulls they just fuck off you know there's no there's no food to scavenge so maybe they migrate i don't know anyways magpies they're the ultimate shit disturbers okay so magpies they will go and raid songbirds nests so like they're assholes they're like the big assholes they're like those guys in high school who would just go and just uh crash a party <laughs> For no other reason than they were bored and just driving around. Be like, oh, that, they look like they're having fun in there. Let's fuck it up. <laughs> let's go in there and make it, let's have our fun, right? So that's magpies, right? They're disturbing the peace. It's like a ludicrous album from 2003. Move, pigeon. Get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. Move, songbird. Get out. So these magpies, man, they're, they're assholes. But sometimes in the pecking order, a little bit of balance in the universe comes, a bit, comes about and uh, crows will jump in there and start fucking with them because they've been fucking with other birds too much. So the universe and the animal kingdom has a way of a natural balancing process, you might want to say. So magpies, they're everywhere. Those, they're the blue and white and black ones. Uh, by the way, that's kind of a weird color scheme as far as uh, being able to camouflage in the natural environment, unless you're living by the lake bed. And most bodies of water in Alberta are not blue, right? Unless you go to like Lake Louise or some shit. Like most bodies of water are like kind of like a 
brown or like some kind of like beige or caramel like it's dirt and, and it's a lot of grime right so i don't know where these birds are camouflaging maybe they don't want to camouflage you know assholes want to stand out this is the asshole of the fucking alberta e-town bird scene so magpies shit disturbers disturb the peace and you know they don't really they don't really fuck with humans too much and they do seem to hunt a fair bit so i respect them for that they're not complete scavengers but uh, they, they, do, they do fuck with other birds quite a bit for no other reason than they're just, they're just fucking peacocking. <laughs> Next, we have ducks. Ducks are tranquil, right? Uh, you know, they, uh, Ducks Unlimited, that organization, protected gut ducks. They're fantastic in French cooking. So they're protected, but in the places where, you know, they are hunted ethically, they make a, fa- they make a fine duck breast, man. Holy duck confit, all that French shit. Fantastic. But anyways, ducks are, they're kind of weird. They're just like, when they become adults, they're loners. They don't really hang around with other ducks, at least the ones I've seen. When they're young, there's ducklings and they get in a row and they kind of make that cute little spectacle where they're just kind of, well, there's the saying, right? Getting your ducks in a row. Well, the ducks get in a row right here. So when they're young and then when they're old, they just say, okay, I'm on my own, uh, you know, flying solo. (laughs) And one duck goes to my buddy's, uh, the roof of his garage, like every other day and just hangs out, just chilling. So I would describe ducks as, you know, they're less frequent of a bird. You have to really go out of your way and like go to some really nice, calm peace. That's what they like. They like peace, like quiet. They're like, I'm chilling, bro. Ducktails. Woo. Right. Roger. What's not Roger Rabbit. Uh, fucking Uncle Duck. Scrooge McDuck (laughs) takes his dive into his uh, pile of gold coins. What a fucking G that guy is. The only thing is in that show, they, they weren't depicting it right because if you do a dive into a pool full of gold coins, you're going to probably break your back or uh, snap your neck because that gold is hard as fuck, right? So anyways, uh, Scrooge McDuck, was uh, he's built different. Next, go on to the one that you've probably been thinking about this whole time. Like, why hasn't he talked about this yet? But yes, the Canada goose, the Canada geese, the infamous Canada geese. These motherfucker, these motherfuckers are cobra chickens. They give absolutely zero fucks. They, for whatever reason, they have evolved to have like that, uh, what's that animal, uh, the honey badger. They're like honey badger birds. They just, they'll go and confront anything 10 times their size. They have that energy. It's just like, they want all the smoke. <laughs> these are the birds that want all the smoke. Their chest is up, they're proud. They are not intimidated. It's like they are, they are, that's what's unique about them. They are, as far as physically speaking, they're prey to most animals, including humans. Like humans could just snap their neck, right? Uh, or something crazy like that. But they don't care. Like they seem to have evolved to just be like, you know, I could just fly away. You know, we're smart. We do V formations. You know, we've figured this out. Uh, the land and the sea and the earth and the sky, we have mastered it. And I'll just sit down in like a public arena, a public space, and some of these geeses and these gooses, is it goose or geese? Yeah, some of these geese will just come up next to me and be like, what's up, dude? What's up, bro? Just chilling here. Oh, just took a shit. <laughs> what's up? But they've become immortalized in Canadian culture with the Canada goose uh, shirt and the, you know, right, the, the well, the shirt, the fucking jacket. You need 300 bucks. And then the loony and the toonie. No, it's just the loony. Yeah, the loony has the the goose on it, uh, or the Canada goose. But uh, yeah, these fucking things, cobra chickens, man. 
they will stare down any opponent. I think I even saw a video of it like chasing down uh, like a tiger or something. Yeah, because it just like, and that's, we see, we can learn from the Cobra Chicken. We can learn from the Canada Goose is if you are against, you have to really believe it though. Because I think that's the thing with these birds is they really believe that they want all the smoke. They really believe they could fuck you up. <laughs> so you have to believe it in your core and your spirit. You can't fake it. But if you can just internalize that and think, listen, my spirit animal is the cobra chicken. I am a Canada goose. If you fuck with me, you are going to get a fucking bird slap level <laughs> of, uh, of action. You're going to get all the action, Hoss, right? You're going to get all this and more and a bag of chips. When I was a kid, my brother and I took my cousins to a festival place in Sherrard Park, and we were just feeding the ducks, right? Feeding, not, not the ducks. We are feeding the geese. And we didn't know back then that these geese were just kind of like assholes. They're not assholes, but they're just like very protective. I guess we went up to like a bunch of like uh, families. So there's a bunch of, uh, I don't know, younger geese around. And uh, we were feeding them bread, and we ran out of Wonder Bread. And then the chase was on because they started chasing us. And mind you, we were like 10 or 12 years old. So these geese legit scar scarred us for life because we we're like, we don't know. We're, we're running, and they kind of cornered us. They were able to, they must have read Sun Tzu's Art of War because they were able to flank us on both sides. It's a good thing we were young and we had good endurance. We were hopped up on sugar or whatever the case may be, but we were able to escape. But I think it chased us a good two or 300 meters from the lake FS to a place. So we made it out alive, but able to tell a story only to tell you do not go feed the birds because they are voracious eaters and as soon as they understand where the food source is coming from and you run out you are the food so just keep that in mind next is the immortal songbird these little beautiful animals they they're the natural they're their alarm clocks of the natural world especially when you're out in the bush and you're and you're sleeping and you had a shitty sleep because you're mattress didn't inflate all the way and you end up sleeping on a hill and your back's all messed up and maybe you're hung over or the rain got into your tent hearing that sweet songbird in the morning just makes it all worth it doesn't it you're able to be like ah that's why i love the nature that's why i love the outdoors is these beautiful songbirds well i got something to tell you they they they, they deserve more respect they're the under on this whole list they're probably the most underrated bird and from a from a defense perspective and from an evolutionary like kind of status perspective uh, and a prey perspective, they are able to be pretty elite because they can they're pretty agile, right? A lot of birds they need a few seconds or a few, like a bit of a runway for takeoff. These birds they're immediately off the ground. They're like bugs, like they don't need any like physics doesn't apply to them. It's they're they're agile in the air. They're like they're like. Uh, What's that? Hummingbirds are almost like that. Like they're just quick and man, they can just in real time dodge shit. They'll be flying through a backyard and there's a lot of shit you can hit. You can hit a fence. You could hit a human. You could hit a tree. You could hit a, a door. You could hit, but I never ever see songbirds just flying into windows and shit. Uh, right. Or maybe you have, but I haven't. <laughs> and that's, that's pretty miraculous. If you think about it. the amount of fucking distance they're covering, uh, and the amount of speed and things that just pop up randomly for them, not just to eat shit constantly. It's, it's pretty miraculous. Their senses must be, uh, on another level. So very good LIDAR detect, detect very good LIDAR detection systems in those animals.
uh, the songbirds. And they're beautiful in the morning. Like I said, the only alarm clock you're ever going to need. So uh, put some bird seed out. I'm not sure if they're really good hunters of what they hunt because most people just put bird seed out for them. But uh, we need more of them. They're the underrated ones. Next, seagulls. Or as my, uh, uh, my grandpa and someone who is very close to me says, uh, the Newfoundland Air Force. These fuckers, man, shit hawks, as Leahy would call them from the Trail Park Boys. They're flying in low, and they're taking a shit on everybody. These fuckers are ravenous, acidic, just gluttonous, just, just rats with wings that just populate the sky, and they only come when there's an opportunity for them. They're opportunistic. They, they communicate somehow. They sound, they sound horrible, and they sound greedy. <laughs> they sound so greedy. Like, they was like, give me something I didn't do anything for. Uh, and uh, it was crazy. My buddy and I were, at the, everyone's got a seagull story, right? Like, there's that one where Joe Rogan posted, this, uh, this guy uh, posted a picture of uh, a seagull eating a rat off the street. It was, like, still alive. And you just, like, <laughs> these things are so gluttonous and greedy. And they're so stupid. Like, they'll fill their bellies up and try to fly away. And they'll eat something that's it's, it's eating its own body weight in mass. Like uh, a rat's probably the same weight as a seagull, but it will like dislocate its jaw to get that rat in its gullet and then try to fly away. And then it just crashes to the ground because they, uh, they're so stupid. They can't realize that they can't take on that much weight. They're, uh, you know, the laws of aerodynamics does not apply when you eat your whole body weight and mass. Anyways, they're stupid and they're, they're, they're gluttonous. But anyways, they'll try to take over everything, right? Uh, and everything that, and when they smell food, it's like blood in the water for sharks. They're just there immediately. We were at the park the other day, and I brought some pizza for the boys. I didn't see one fucking shit hawk in sight, any gull. And within, I don't know, 10 minutes, I hear the first one, whatever they sound like, flying demons. He flies in, and uh, then the rest of his boys come in, and they just start circling us. Like we're dead uh, gazelles in the African savanna, and they're fucking vultures. Like they're 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 just getting they're they're looking for their angle to attack the carcass, and it's just pizza. It's like these guys are so crazy, like they're so aggressive. I can't believe it, man. So we had to cover the pizza and run for cover. Like this was a storm cloud. It's a beautiful day, but it was just a storm cloud of shit hawks flying in, and just trying to you know take a take a take a dump on our parade. And by the way, they're dumps. They take us, their shits are acidic. So if they shit on your car, you better wash that shit off fast because it will burn through the enamel on the paint. <laughs> They're flying demons, man. They're flying demons. Like, what kind of other birds need to take acidic shits? Like, it's unnecessary. <laughs> that, means they're, they're, that means that they could eat anything because their stomach acid must just be, like, uh, corrosive <laughs> material. Uh, and for whatever reason, they're protected by the government. So these fuckers... You cannot touch them. You can't hit them. They're protected. If any bird should be protected, it's like the songbird or something. It, this is the last bird that should be protected. You know, it's like protecting, <laughs> I don't know. It's protecting the worst of the birds. So someone better come along and tell me the rationale for, for protecting the Newfoundland Air Force. These fuckers are just, they're not the ones. Next are my favorite birds. I have a ring of this bird is the crow or the raven. The Corvid, it's, uh, I watch his uh, channel called Tier Zoo, and he just does a bunch of rankings, and he compares animals in the animal kingdom to like 
characters on a video game and ranks them and shit on a on a t- on a tier list. And of all the birds in the animal kingdom, he ranked ravens and crows as the alpha, the top bird you could be. So if you could spawn as a bird tomorrow, you'd want to be a raven or a crow. They adapt in every culture, urban, uh, rural, uh, the wild. Um, and urban's a big one because humans are going to end up taking over the globe. So if you can't learn to coexist and thrive, not just be around, but thrive in the kind of urban landscape, you know, evolution says you're probably not going to make it that long. But ravens and crows, the reason they make it is because they're intelligent. If you can opt out for any spec, it would be the intelligence stat. You know, not the fastest bird or the biggest bird or the strongest, right? It's the smartest. And these birds are really smart. So they're problem solvers, right? They're patients. They're big. You know, you don't have to be big to be intelligent, but these happen to be big birds. Some of the crows here, man, I swear they could probably pick up a cat or like a small dog and just fly away. Like they're big. Like I'm not sure how big. I think I've seen one that's got to be at least 20, 30 pounds. And, uh like big chest, big winds, maybe a six or seven foot wingspan. That's a big, that's a big one. But I've seen that before. And they're problem solvers. Like they're smarter than a lot of people I know. Like they'll take a crap, like if they find a nut they can't crack, they'll just fly to the top of traffic over a telephone line, drop the nut over the traffic so a car breaks the nut open. They'll fly down, take the nut, fly away. Like that's amazing problem solving skills. Most people would have to summon the entire company for a series of meetings to discuss the pros and cons of opening the nut and, uh, and then never get anything accomplished. This, this bird is in and out, man. And they've, uh, they've actually challenged it with like problem solving and puzzling skills. These birds are smart. I remember I was uh, driving to Kelowna one time and I was at A&W and I was finished my burger, my fries, I had a few fries left. And this crow, it saw that I had the fry. It was on top of the A&W roof. And instead of just flying up and doing what gulls do and just hawking at me, it just kind of made eye contact with me. Not sure if it gave me a nod, but it felt like it gave me a head nod. Then he flew down to the ground, looked left and right like you teach your kids to do when they're leaving school, looking for traffic. And then he kind of hopped towards me and he just like kind of just, just stood there. And I stood up and I kind of walked towards him and he took two steps back. And then we kind of had this mutual understanding like, okay, we're going to do a transaction here. I'm going to watch you eat this, but you're going to let me kind of walk closer. So he, we kind of had a mutual we, 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 we were talking with our eyes. It's a very unique experience. I'll never forget it. But I rewarded this bird with a bunch, as much fries as I could give him. And unlike gulls, he chops it up into small pieces with his, with his, uh, with his uh, claws, cuts it into smaller pieces, bite-sized pieces, because he's not a ravenous fucking shithawk. He eats it in small bites and then flies away. See you later, crow. But Nothing but respect for crows. It was actually the bird of Apollo in Greek mythology. So they made a ring at Clocks and Colors in that cop one. It's one of my favorite rings. So yes, we're crows. And actually in Sherrod Park on Y Road, every September, or Baseline Road, by the superstore in the, Catholic, in, the, in the old PH church there, there's like this building there, and they have like some conference, these birds. Like there's probably, I'm not joking, a thousand to 2000 birds that just fly in all at the same time at nine o'clock on the second week of September on baseline road there in Cher park. And it's just like their annual conference of, you know, crow shit. <laughs> they come to discuss the, the topics of the day in Crowland, And, uh, I've always been curious about that. Like what the hell, like these birds are, they're like, they're coordinating. It's, it's very, very mysterious. I, and I know some biologists have looked into it and nobody really understands how and why, but the word gets out. It's like giving a homeless person a hot dog 
we're giving away free hot dogs on a corner in Edmonton and the next day like 30 or 40 homeless people are there looking for their free dog like the word gets out in Birdland that the there's information here and last but not least is pigeons my favorite uh, kind of under the cover bird and pigeons are like I did a whole episode about pigeons but pigeons are they're the CIA they're the undercover uh, agent of the birdland because they they hide in plain sight I think besides magpies they're the most prominent bird in Edmonton when it comes to just like being around like there's probably as many pigeons as there are any other birds and they just hang out and you know they kind of flock they're smart like it's funny in the winter you'll see like a, a chimney with like a hot air tank exhaust or like a, a venting shaft coming out of a building and all these pigeons are just sitting on it like 20 or 30 stacked on top of each other just to stay warm so they got some intelligence not as smart as other birds but like crows but you know i respect them right they're just chilling they they're easy to like you know they kind of do that head nod like they're they're bobbing to like a edm track i like these birds you know i can fuck with these birds and because they are in in hindsight they get all the information they get all the scraps that humans throw away and they're not annoying so they're kind of the best of both worlds without being super smart super big or super scary and they don't want any smoke they just want to coexist and i can respect that in a bird so I don't know, all this list, I know I missed a few other birds. It's probably around Edmonton you've seen, but uh, magpies, ducks, Canada geese, or cobra chicken, songbirds, shithawks, otherwise known as gulls, Newfoundland, uh, uh, the Newfoundland Air Force, and crows and pigeons. What is your favorite bird? What is your least favorite bird? It's a fun subject to do animals. Uh, I am an animal myself. I'm a bit of a beast, or as they call me, the bat. But uh, this was a fun one. And uh, just don't let those fucking shithawks ruin your day or those magpies ruin another dog uh another a dog yeah another bird's day you get in there and you protect the right the good birds so with that with that being said enjoy your summer and uh clean that fucking shit hawk acid shit off your car asap i peace